yogis and yoginis, welcome to Satsanga Ashtanga Yoga Orange County's Chanting and Philosophy Podcast. If you would like to follow along with the chanting and lessons in these episodes, you can purchase our textbooks, Sanskrit and Chanting, through our website, ashtangayogaorangecounty.com books. Or you can just listen. The opening chants can be found in Sanskrit and Chanting Volume 3 on pages 1 and 2, or in Volume 1 on pages 2 through 10. Okay, thank you very much. Swatma Sukhava Bodhe Nishreya Se Jangari Kayamane Sansara Hala Hala Moha Shantye Abaku Purusha Karam Shangha Chakrasi Tarinam Sahasra Shirasam Shwetam Pranamami Patanjalam Yogena Chittasya Padena Vachan Malam Sharirasya Chavaidyakena Yopakarotam Pravaram Muninam Patanjalam Pranjaliranatosmi Narayanam Padmapuvam Vasishtam Shaktim Chatat Putra Parashramcha Vyasam Shukam Gaudapadam Mahantam Govinda Yogendra Matashishisham Shri Shankaracharyam Atasya Padma Padam Chahastamarak Chishisham Tantro Takam Bartikakaramukhyan Asmad Gurun Santatamanatosmi Shanno Mitra Shambarunaha Shanno Bhavat Variyama Shanna Indro Bruhaspatihi Shanno Vishnurukramaha Namo Brahmane Namaste Vayo Tvameva Pratyaksham Brahmasi Tvameva Pratyaksham Brahma Vadishyami Ritam Vadishyami Satyam Vadishyami Tanmam Abhatu Tadvaktaram Abhatu Abhatu Maam Abhatu Bhaktaram Om Shanti 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 Om 
సహనాభవతు సహనాపునక్తు సహవీర్యం కడవాహై తేజస్వినవదీతమస్తు మా విద్విషవై శాంతి 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 యోగ సూత్రస్ పేజ్ ఫోర్టీ టూ ఇఫ్ యూర్ యూజింగ్ వాల్యూమ్ త్రీ రిమెంబర్ దేజ్ బిఫోర్ పేజ్ ఫోర్టీ వన్ ద నో నంబర్ పేజ్ as the invocation om paramatmane namaha shri patanjala yoga darshanam atha samadhi padaha atha yoga anushasanam ప్రమాణవిపర్యవికల్పనిద్రాస్మృతయృతయోమిథ్యాజ్ఞానమతృపీష్టాధ్యానుపాతివస్సుశూన్యోవికల్పహ ప్రత్యయాలంబనాథమోవృత్తిర్నీద్రాభ్యాసవైరాజ్ఞాభ్యాం సతుదీర్ఘకాళనైర్యంతార్యత్కారాదరాసేవిషయవితృష్ణవైరాగ్యం తత్పరంపరుషఖ్యాతేర్గుణవైతృష్ణ్యం విచారుగమా 
ಪ್ರತ್ಯಯೋ ವಿಧೇಹ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿಲಯಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಸಮಾಧಿ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾಪೂರ್ವಕ ಇತರೀವ್ರ ಸಂವೇಗಾಸನ್ನ ಮೃದುಮಧ್ಯಾಶೇಷಕರ್ಮ ವಿಶ್ಯೈರಪರಾಮೃಷ್ಟ ಪುರುಷವಿಶೇಷರ ತತ್ರತಿಶಜ ಸೂರ್ವಿ ಗುರು ಕಾಲೇನಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ತಪಸ್ತರ್ಥಭಾವನ ತತ್ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷೇತನಾಧಿಗಮೋಪ್ಯಂತರಾಯಾಭಾವಶ್ಚ ವ್ಯಾಧಿಸ್ಯಾನಸ್ಯಾರತಿ ಭ್ರಾಂತಿದರ್ಶನಾಲಬ್ಧೂಮಿಕಸ್ತಿತ್ವಿ ವಿಕ್ಷೇಪಸ್ತೆಂತರಾಯಿಂಕ್ಯೂ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಟಚ್ ವಿತ್ ಈಶ್ವರ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಕಲ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಸೊ ಒನ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಪ್ರಣವಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ತಾಚಕ ವಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ಪ್ರಣವ ತಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ತಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ತ ಪ್ರಣವ ಪ್ರಣವ ತಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ತಾಚಕ ಪ್ರಣವ ಸೊ ಈಶ್ವರ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ 
the pranava, the voice of the the um, vachaka, the voice of pranava. Pranava means uh, the the special or the wonderful sound, the wonderful utterance or calling. Prab is a prefix that means special. This is not an ordinary uh, way that we call or make the sound of Ishwara Pranavaha. The root of the word is nu, which means to um, voice out the pranu, the pranava. Va comes from your lips, right? And u also comes from your lips. So nu, if we expand the sound, we twist it open. U becomes ava, both coming from your lips. Va, na, uh, nu becomes nava, as in Vaishnava coming from Vishnu. So at the end of Vishnu, Vai, the first syllable twists open, become the E becomes I, and the last syllable, U becomes Awa. Like if you're from France, then we say you're French. Spain, we say Spanish. That's different. But if you're from France, the vowel sound, France, be gets twisted open into French changes. And they change also the end, the, the, the sound of France into ch. So we're doing the same thing. We're taking nu, pranu, and we're turning it into pranava. You take Vishnu and you turn it into Vaishnava, or Shiva and you turn it into Shaiva. So tasya means it has, he has. So, Ishwara, where we've been talking about the qualities of Ishwara, the these qualities, these have this, uh, the utterance, the way of referring to or contacting, invoking Ishwara is through the pranava, which is uh, a name for the syllable, especially the most sacred of the syllables, the most rudimentary, the most fundamental, the most primordial is the Om, uh, because the most basic root sound that we can make with our body is uh, 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 it comes up from the belly, um, we're not using any thing with our tongue, we're just making sound from our body, um, as the mouth opens enough to let the sound drop down, the energy drop into the belly. Uh, and then as the mouth begins closing, it becomes ooh, and the mouth cuts halfway closed. The sound rises up from the diaphragm, up from uh, uh, the mouth is open, uh, is coming from the, the gut, the guttural part of the throat, uh, and deeper from the the guts themselves. Oh, and when you close the mouth halfway, oh, comes ooh. And then we close the mouth. Oh, oh. And it comes up into the head. If you read about um, 
the different types of M's and N's, they're called nasals. Because if you, if you can feel the it starts vibrating in the nasal passage. And if you're more free-spirited, childlike, and you want to make a goose sound, then it really becomes obvious how nasal it becomes. It's all from the, it's not coming from the mouth and throat anymore. It's coming from, that's referred to in linguistic terms as nasal. So it goes all the way from the gut into the nasal cavity. Very good. That was a very nice resonance. Yeah. <laughs> that was her? Yeah. That wasn't you? I was, I was mouthing, but... You're a ventriloquist? Yeah. yeah, very good. <laughs> Projecting your voice over. Uh, and the, these three sounds, uh, ooh, mm, are correlated with all kinds of mystical aspects of creations, past, present, future. Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva. You can Google it. It's okay to be a student of Google. Or you can find it in the Mandukya Upanishad. You can, I think in the Bhagavad Gita there's chapter 6, verse 17. But that's just all, you know, entertainment. Mm -hmm. The intellectual correlations of the uh, ooh, mm, the three sounds that the body can make most naturally, most innately. Uh, <clears throat> it's related to Amen. There's, because uh, when a sound or a word travels from one region to another region, usually the, the native, the, the receiving native um, characteristics of the language will make a little modification. And we have one example that I know of in Tamil Nadu, the southeastern state of India, <clears throat> they they put un on the end of their words. So rod, like if you're in, the pure like Sanskrit word would be rod, raja, but it, for somebody named raja, if they're Tamil Nadu, then they're rajan. So om become, if it ended up in Tamil Nadu, it would become aman, aman. They would put the un on the end. They're absorbing it into their own language. So they're adding their own linguistical style to it. If you take Raja into um, Karnataka, this state that Mysore is in, central and western South India, and if you, and if you take Om <laughs> into Karnataka, into the Kannada language, you get vom. <laughs> they, they put a, a semi-vowel. If a word begins with a vowel sound, they'll add a semi-vowel when they, they don't write it, the semi-vowel, but they pronounce it with the semi-vowel in front. So om is vom. I was so confused my first time in Mysore when my music teacher kept saying vom. <laughs> I didn't know what she was trying to say. Vom, vom. <laughs> and then she, she wrote it for me 
and she was riding home. And I was like, oh. I had run across that, that uh, Kannada, but I hadn't, you know, been exposed to hearing it. <laughs> so, vom, it was really like a V, it was really vom. <laughs> so it was really confusing. So Amen comes from Om, and you can see like these examples from South India that they actually use. <clears throat> uh, vach, vach mean is speech. So the three words here, tasya vachakaha pranavaha. The way to speak Ishwara is through the pranava, the special sound. Om, Om. Why don't we do it five times? We'll say Om five times. So you have to sit up straight and try to uh, uh, uh. Started from uh, not ah, uh, but uh, uh, not ah, uh, because ah uh is already starting to come up into your palate. Uh, so it's as deep as you can dig down, drop down, sink. And then just let your mouth close so the ooh part comes naturally, not artificially. Uh, So each part uh, ooh, mm, should be approximately equal and there's always silence before and after om. So there's actually four sounds uh, ooh, mm, and silence. So the fourth is always the mystical. And if you read the six rules of Vedic chanting, you'll see it's mentioned. The pauses one specifically mentions om. Silence before and after. Tasya vachaka pranavaha. Tasya vachaka pranavaha. Tajapas tadartha bhavanam. Tajapas tadartha bhavanam. Tajapahaha. Tajapahaha. Tat. Tat. Artha tat artha bhavanam bhavanam tajapastadartha bhavanam tajapastadartha bhavanam tat japaha tat japaha tat artha tat artha bhavanam Bhavanam Tatjapastadartha Bhavanam Tatjapastadartha Bhavanam So that recitation, that repetition, re repetitive recitation is Japas. Tat is that. So that repetitive recitation Tat japas. Tat artha bhavanam. Artha means the purpose, the meaning, the significance that it carries. So that significance 
that meaning is the the conceptualization or the embodiment, the feeling, the becoming of the meaning. Bhavana means to have the emotion of, the feeling of, conceptualization, but not stuck in your intellect. A whole soulful experience, right? Yes. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, japa, japa, ha, ha, japa, ha. Yeah, wait, did, did I just say it too many times? I think maybe you're right. Japa, ha. Because it looks like japa, ha. Yeah, you're right. Japa, ha. That's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Japa, ha. Japa, ha. Okay. Japa, ha. Okay, I'm busted. Very good. No, no, I just, just wondering. Sharp scholar in the in this sangha. Yeah. Okay. So by reciting, by meditating on the on your recitation of Om, that's how we're gonna generate the experience of Ishwara. And what is the experience? What are the qualities of Ishwara from twenty four, twenty five, and twenty six? And twenty, it's you know that energy of life is not, it's unconcerned, it's untouched by the psychological dramas. If we're so low down on ourselves that we want to end our life, but we close our mouth and close our nose to try to end our life, life does not have the same sentiment about itself. Life never wants to end its life. Only psychology wants to end it. It's caught up in its own delusional psychological reality. But the energy inside you that's living will stop you from being able to stop your life just by much stronger than that to override the energy that life will continue. Life never has the thought that it, if it did, it wouldn't be here anymore. At least not that piece of life, that stream of life that's come from the Big Bang creation and has been traveling forward through different life forms. This, you know, our DNA has to be has to have a continuous link back to where it came from, right? It, if it stops at one point, how can it, the DNA continue? The life energy has this quality. So that, that energy that's making everything happen and is responsible for, it's the seed of all your ability to understand and know anything, the, the Second Sutra 125, that it doesn't have that um, quality that it, it gets caught up in psychology. It's just overflowing, it's just unfolding, it's just being alive, being alive, being alive, and um, pouring forth what we do with it is different but that energy itself the raw energy is just pouring forth endlessly and it's the same energy millions of years ago that it is today and that it'll be millions of years from now those are the three sutras right that we went over last week oh you were here so um japa 
of Om. Feeling that energy uh, is our vehicle. So says the Yoga Sutras. There's a, a practice in um, yoga, we call it Nada. Nada is the mystical sound. So when you're quiet and you listen, if you hear the, ever hear the white noise inside when you listen to the quiet, this, the yogis, we call this Nada. Nada. Anusandana means following it or studying it. In other words, your mind, you, you pay attention to it so much that you, you start to follow the sound, where the sound is coming from, until it starts revealing itself more and more, becoming louder and louder. The more you can concentrate on it, the more clarity. So this is the, the real Om, is the inner Om. It's regarded as the most profound of different ways you can practice yoga. Trikonasana, partial konasana, backbending, alternate nostril breathing, chanting this, chanting that. Nada anisandana is regarded as. Um, through this uh, chanting, the mind goes inwards. Or through this listening to the inner nada, the mind goes inwards. And it's as if the mind is looking for its own source as it's penetrating into the, and as it's connecting with its own source or looking to find its own source, there's uh, absence of any kind of obstacles. So here lies our segue into the next section, which is the section on obstacles from 130 up to 140. Um, so the next sutra, 129, is tattas, uh, means consequently. So, in other words, the result from mantra recite, uh, recitation or japas on om, the pranava, uh, pratyak chetana adigamaha. Tata pratyak chetana adigamaha. Tataf pratyak chetana adigamaha. 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 So pratyak means turning inwards or reversing. Chetana means your consciousness. So you're turning your consciousness in back, backwards. Right? Normally it's going out. Even if you're daydreaming. If you're just like haphazardly daydreaming, you're not looking back for your source. You're going out still, even though it's inside your head. It's still an outward movement. Because you're you're just following the yeah, stuff, exactly. <laughs> the, the creation, the internal creation of stuff, yeah. It's much, that's different than actually going backwards. To just be inside daydreaming, it's not. So, pratyak means going backwards, chetana. And 
the consciousness turning backwards. Adigamaha means like you're looking for something. Gama means going. Adigama. You're going looking for, in this case we're talking about, we're going looking for where is it coming from? Who am I? Who am I? Whom am I? Who am I? Where is this coming from? Adi is a prefix. It doesn't mean aware. Yeah. But in, in this word, it, it means it's um, <clears throat> like you're seeking for something. And because of the first two words that you're taking your consciousness, you know, you're turning it around. You're seeking. Where does the consciousness come from? That's what this phrase means. Tatav pratyakchetanadigamaha. Tatav pratyakchetanadigamaha. Api antaraya. Api antaraya. Abhavaha. Abhavacha. Abhavascha. Abhavascha. Apyantaraya bhavascha. Apyantaraya bhavascha. Api antaraya abhavaha cha. Api antaraya abhavascha. Apyantaraya bhavascha. Abhyantaraya bhavascha Chetanadigamopyantaraya bhavascha Chetanadigamopyantaraya bhavascha Tatav pratyak chetanadigamo pyantaraya bhavascha. Tatav pratyak chetanadigamo pyantaraya bhavascha. So remember the first word tata, tataha, means consequently. So when you're doing the japa and you're concentrating on the, the sensation of om, if you're chanting it audibly or you're listening internally, if the mind is going back on itself. So from that process of the japa and the mind being coming absorbed in what it's doing, there's a, a folding back inwards of your attention. Pratyak Chetana. So, in other words, this is another way of saying Nada Anusandana, the study of the Nada, the study of the chanting Om, right? you end up going back in on yourself, getting in touch with that quality of you which is beyond your psychological reality. And, uh, <clears throat> Also, api means also. There's more mm -hmm. from this connection with your inner self or your life essence. Uh, antaraya means obstacles. Abhava means abhava. Abhava. 
Right? Bhavana me meant becoming. From the previous sutra, we had uh, tadartha bhavanam. So bhava it means becoming. Here it's abhava. So that means it has no existence or the disappearance of yeah, the antaraya, the obstacles. And Patanjali uses a very revealing term for obstacles. There's many words for obstacles in Sanskrit. And here he uses antas, like we have antara drishti. Antara drishti means internal drishti. So here antaraya is that which is interfering, disrupting the internal. Because the internal is really where it's arising from. Our experience, our awareness, our um, emotions, our our knowledge or everything is arising from inside but if there's a disruption interfering with this internal uh, flow it's called an obstacle so potentially with the word he chose for obstacle he's pointing out where where the origin of the obstacle is what the true nature of the obstacle is is it's a dis disconnect with our inner self, with our inner energies, our inner quality. It's a disconnect. It's not that we lost our job or got dumped by our significant other, but when that happens, we allow ourselves to become disconnected because we get, we freak out by the external circumstance and we're so focused on the external being not the way we want it to be we allow ourselves to forget and become disconnected internally. And that's the, what unplugged ourselves consciously from the in, inner source. Hmm. Obstacle. Obstacle. Yeah. So the disconnection idea is coming from? From the... the no. Uh, antaraya means obstacle. But antara means internal. Aya means movement. So we're talking about a disruption internally, a movement that so the word the word potentially chose for obstacle has to be looked at more carefully to give us a better understanding. Abhava means disappearing. So the obstacles disappear as we go inside. Right, and that then correlates with the way we just unpack the meaning of antaraya. There's a disconnect from your your inner inner source. Abhava, it's that disconnection is disappearing, right? Because you're going inside. So how can there be a disconnect? And if that's really actually the cause of the obstacle, then the obstacles disappear. So even though all these things that you you would never wish for on anybody or for yourself they might these things might be happening outside around us in our life but you're not freaking out so you still have you can still have a pleasant experience within yourself despite the enormity of the external circumstance you have to deal with <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's our birthright. <laughs> we are children of God. Can we? Pratyak. Pratyaksha. So prati means um, no. It's the same like prefix root prati pratyak. I don't know. I've never seen this word broken apart. Pratyak. Um, but prati aksha, aksha means I. From the Shanmo No Mitra chant, aksha means I. Prati means um, not sure. It must mean like um. It's like something like like. Oh, it means opposite. I think yeah, but uh, I don't know how that applies with pratyaksha because pratyaksha means direct perception. Oh, you know, they have that in Chinese, actually. The word for opposite m means correct. You say duemian, that means like uh, the other, facing the other way. The opposite. Where it means across the street. The opposite side of the street, duemian. But then they use the same word due when to agree with somebody. Due, due, due. So, uh, yeah, prati means opposite. Prati aksha. Uh, and that channa mitra chant means direct perception. And prati paksha bhavana. Prati paksha means like a, um, a flank, a side. Paksha. I mean, I have that exactly right. But then they're talking about taking the opposite, uh, opposite view. Or if we're having negative scornful <laughs> thoughts that are causing us suffering because we're being negative and then our whole experiences become negative because we're having a negative view. Turn, our, turn that sentiment around. Any doubts? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Chaitana? Oh, at the end. Cha means and. Because there's two. There's Pratyak Chaitana Adigamaha. That one phrase. Turning the mind, the mind seeking back for its source, and apa also api means also. Mm -hmm. So also there's antaraya abhavaha, the disappearance of obstacles, cha. So they didn't need to put the cha, but it emphasizes. It's like saying this and that. Yeah. To really emphasize because it's so important, instead of just saying something like that. My bad. Okay. Let's do closing chants. Sorry we didn't get to any of the special chanting tonight. I really wanted to do extra special chanting tonight because of the full moon. But, uh, we must have had some good pranayama. <laughs> so, page uh, five, Mangala Mantras. And then after we do page five, we'll do the last two Mantras on page four. Shanno Mitra B version. Past tense version. Swasti Prajabhyaha Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahi Mahishaha 
ഗോബ്രാഹ്മണേഭ്യ ശുഭമസ്തു നിത്യം ോഷത്തു പൃഥിവീ സശാലോബ്രാഹ്മണ്യ ശാന്തിർഭവത്തു ദ്രാണി പശ്യന്തു ശോമിത്രശംവരുണ ശോവിഹമ ൃഹസ്പതിമസ്തേവാത്യക്ഷം ബ്രഹ്മാസി പ്രത്യക്ഷം ബ്രഹ്മാദിഷം പ്രഥമവാദിഷം സത്യമവാദിഷം തന്മാവീത് തത്വത്താരമാവീത് ആവീമാ ശാന്തി 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 പൂർണമദൂർണമിതം ൂർണമാശിഷ്യൂർണമേവാശിഷ്യൂർണമേവാശിഷ്യൂർണമേവാശിഷ്യൂർണമേവാശിഷ്യൂർണമേവാശിഷ്യൂർണമേവാശി
Please be sure to subscribe so you can be the first to know of each new episode. And I'm looking forward to next time. Until then, be well, keep practicing, and keep seeking.